Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Brooke. Thank you so much for joining me here today. It is five in the morning, and I think you guys are thinking, does this bitch ever sleep? No, I don't. Especially this week, I have been waking up at like two or three in the morning and not been able to go back to sleep like this whole week. It's been really fun. I have perma bags under my eyeballs. What are they? Balenciaga bags. Yeah. So we are just here vibing out. I've had so many things that I've wanted to talk to you guys about, and I just haven't been able to sit down and record this week. So I feel good that I'm doing it right now, even though it's five in the morning, we're out here. Um, I do kind of like to record at weird times because the world is just really quiet. And when my mind is really loud and I want to create, I want to just hang out, I want to talk and hang out with you guys, it feels good to do that in a a space that's like no distractions, you know? There's there's nothing outside, there's no like random noises, it's just me. And yeah, I have so many things to talk about, but the first is that it is my daughter's first birthday today. And that might be why I haven't really been able to sleep this week. And also a lot of other things, but there's just been a lot of reflection happening as one does when it comes to a birthday and that is you know no different if you have kids I'm learning (laughs) now you reflect for them and you reflect on all of the things that you have grown through um so yeah I feel like my friend and I talk about this but I feel like the first 12 months I feel like birthdays are really about like the mom and being proud of the mom for making it through you know 12 months I have survived raising a kid and surviving all of that. (laughs) I had a pretty traumatic birth story, so, um, which I'm very open about and I've talked about a bunch, but, um, I, I think it's really interesting and good for me to reflect on all of that and just see how far I've really come from that entire healing journey, not only physically, but mentally and, it has just been such a trip. Motherhood is such a trip. They really say that it goes by in the blink of an eye and they're not wrong. It is so crazy. And just every week it feels like you settle into a new routine. She's got everything she needs. I get, I understand like her naps and I've got her little schedule down. And then it's like the next week is like, boom, completely changes. Like that kid never existed. She doesn't like the same foods. She doesn't like the same nap times. It's just completely different. And it's really fun to watch because you're watching them just change into their own little person. Um, but it also does, does make me a little sad because she's just getting more and more independent. And I swear to God, that baby was born independent. I have tried to make her needy. I'm just going to be honest. (laughs) I have tried to make her a physical touch, like cuddly baby. I tried to co-sleep with her, which I know is like a no, no, whatever. I tried. I wanted to be that mom. I really did. I wanted to have that co-sleeping experience with her and she absolutely did not love that at all. So pretty much from like week two, she was in her own room, in her crib and like doing her own thing. Really just wants to be left alone. (laughs) And we do have a wonderful bond and relationship and we have so much fun spending time together but yeah when it comes to her sleeping napping she doesn't nap on me or anything like she really just likes to have her own space so I have to respect that even though I want to 
make her a cuddly baby, but that's okay. She's barely a baby anymore. She is a year old and it's just so crazy to watch. So lots of reflection this week, um, lots of human things. And something that's really been coming up for me is if you want to be spiritual or like the most spiritual thing that you can do for yourself is living your human life. The most spiritual thing you can do is like feeling into being human and living out this experience to the fullest and to all of its, you know, duality, all of its uh, emotions and feelings and everything and experiences. Um, I am an air sign and I really like to get into the daydreaming. I am, I, I am a master dissociator <laughs> since I was a kid, have been incredible put that shit on my resume. I'm so good at dissociating, but at times that does not help. And, um, I think that's where I get a lot of my creativity from and, you know, just the, um, yeah, kind of like that, that creative energy, um, I think really comes from that space. And I love to just zoom out. I love to think about the ethers. I love to think about that universal energy and kind of be swept away by all of that. But I really think like the most spiritual thing you can do is just being a fucking human and really feeling and learning and leaning into it. And this week has really been, that's been my mantra this week because there's been so much that's out of my control and so, so much like frustration and sadness and just big life transitions happening as you guys know and there's just so much that I can't uh that I feel like I can't handle which I can I am handling it I am living through it and you know you just do your best and you just keep going and it just all works out somehow (laughs) magically in the end but um I want to talk about some signs of some like early signs of minty bees for me, little mental breakdowns or some early signs of um, like one of them is dissociating so much, Um, but just signs that I'm like not being present. And I don't know if this is going to help you or not, but I talked a little bit about this on my story with yoga because the first thing that happens for me is I get really numb hands and my whole body starts to kind of shut down. Um, my hands go numb and then it's kind of like my arms, my head gets really foggy. I get really confused and kind of tired and I just want to go lay down. It's like, oh, maybe I need a nap. And obviously like the lack of sleep has not been helping, but it's like, I'll be sitting there journaling and all of a sudden I feel like I can't write anymore. I feel like my, you know, your mind is just so, so powerful. And it's like, obviously I can write, But something in my head is like, oh, your hands hurt, your hands are tired, I don't really feel in my body anymore. And so that is number one for me is like that numbness and then just that numbness emotionally as well, just feeling completely separated from my body, from my humanness, you know, I just feel like I'm not even in the room. I almost feel like I'm just kind of floating And that is definitely an early sign of uh, you need to get back into your body. You need to be more present. I'm talking to myself. You need to be more present. You need to do something that makes that feeling go away because the minute you keep tapping into that and allow that numbness to take over and allow that tiredness to take over, 
it just kind of goes downhill um for me at least from my experience and especially through the fall and winter i really get this a lot um, I'm inside a lot more. I don't like being inside. I am not really a homebody type of person. I'm working on it. I'm definitely working on it. And I think decor and kind of uh, figuring out like the cozy part of my home and stuff like that really, really helps me. And just making this kind of my safe haven has really helped over the years um, wherever my home is, just making it my safe space. But Typically, I would much rather be in a sunny location right now. I would much rather be out vacationing or traveling, being nomadic. I have always wanted that nomadic lifestyle. And, um, you know, I think there's pros and cons to that as well. But there is definitely this real honesty that I have to come to terms with throughout the fall and winter. And I think we talked about this in the last episode with like the that darkness and accepting that this is starting to be the darker part of the year and that you know, it gives me it honestly gives me a little bit of anxiety just thinking that it starts to get dark earlier and watching the sunsets much much earlier in the day and just knowing that that is increasing and increasing and that the days are getting so much shorter. But, you know, this is what the whole episode was about last week of just being able to to lean into the lessons of nature. And we'll talk more about that, too, as like Samhain comes up and um, the winter solstice and things like that. We have um, a lot of time to talk about this. But so let's go back to the early signs, (laughs) the early signs. So the first is numb hands and kind of that dissociating or kind of that like numb feeling and feeling like you're not really present and being tired also lacking sleep um either a lack of sleep or too much sleep there's not a good balance when it comes to having kind of this like mental break or um starting to slip back into my depressive episodes things like that it typically is either too much sleep or not enough and that just depends on whether i'm really anxious if i'm really anxious i don't sleep if i'm really depressed i sleep too much um luckily with a kid i can't really sleep too much <laughs> unless i'm like napping when she naps which she doesn't nap too much right now but um luckily that kind of keeps me keeps me going but I also feel like I get really addicted to social media and I get um, this like doom scrolling. I just can't stop scrolling and I can stop. I force myself to stop Um, probably once a day this week. I have been like, Brooke, put your phone down, go journal, go take a walk, go do something with your kid, go stretch like you need to do something else, even if it's like having TV on in the background while you like clean the kitchen or something that is so much more productive than just sitting there and scrolling because all I'm trying to do is escape. This is like everything on my list is pretty much just trying to escape either, you know, like oversleeping. That's just not wanting to be in reality for, you know, wanting to be in reality for a shorter time. Um, That numbness is that, you know, total escape method. And then the other thing that I know, things that I know about that uh, are signs of, you know, kind of that like anxiety, depression creeping in, shit isn't right 
and you're just trying to escape is substances. Whether I'm smoking a lot of weed or drinking at night, um, I don't drink too much, but it's like I drink more frequently. I'm not like a heavy drinker. I've always been a super lightweight, but if it's even just like one drink at night, it's still off center for me. Um, I don't think there should be any shame around that if that's what you like to do, but I know if I am doing that a lot, um, it's, it's a sign that I'm just trying to escape (laughs) and I'm just trying to not feel into those not so great feelings. You know, sometimes I don't want to be present and you know, that's another thing is there's balance to all of this. Um, I will always strive to be my healthiest because honestly, if I don't strive for that, I, to be honest, I wouldn't be here. And so I have to, um, keep my mental health in check. I have to do things that make me feel good. And, um, you know, I, I've got to, I've got to have some type of routine or else it just doesn't, doesn't benefit me in any way. And I turn into a shell of a person and I don't want that. I don't ever want to feel like that. It is not a great feeling. Um, but there is balance to it, right? Like if I want to have drinks, I'm going to have drinks. Um, it's just that reflection piece of like, okay, where is this actually coming from though? Like tomorrow, Maisie's birthday party is tomorrow. It's going to be fairy themed. I'm very excited. It's Maisie's fairy first birthday (laughs) and I'm really excited for it, but it also has a lot of nerves with it too. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of different components Um, one of them is that my grandma won't be there. Grammy won't be there. And, um, it's at her house at my house now. And I'm excited for that. But I also am feeling a lot of different feelings around that. She, she was supposed to be here, you know? Um, I had my great grandma until I was like 15, 16. I had no idea how lucky I was. Um, I really, Grammy's mom lived for a long time and that's kind of the pro about family members having kids at younger ages is you you usually get more family members for longer um but sometimes you don't and and that really sucks but um I feel very good about honoring her here and having good memories here and I think that's one of the reasons why I've been enjoying hosting events here as well and welcoming the right kind of people into my home has been so special because it's like making new memories while also honoring her. Um, not that I have to like make it about her or anything like that, but it's just in the back of my head. Like she would really enjoy this and she would be really proud of me and she would, um, really love the people that I've been surrounding myself with. Um, And I guess that's my next tangent is the expand challenge that I just did. This one wasn't in person. This was online. Um, This Instagram challenge I started during COVID in 2020 and I haven't done it. I haven't done another one um, for two years and I just did it last weekend and I just had the best time. We had the best group of eight people. Um, seven of them were in the group and then one of them I had to text her because she's offline right now but she still wanted to do the challenge and so it was just so so fun to dive deep into conversation with people and really uh, realize that we're not alone that's kind of my biggest thing ever is like connect connection and connecting with people that just are in similar 
timelines as you, you know, or going through something that's completely different than what you're going through, but those feelings are still the same and that growing um, pattern is still the same and those challenges are still the same. And so this expand was all about releasing and letting go. And so the first day was about stillness and kind of radical honesty with self. And we had different journal prompts and rituals each day. And the second day was a very fiery action-based energy. We did a fire ritual and did a lot of uh, work around like divine and sacred rage and anger. Um, Because when you're letting something go, I think that is such a potent energy to tap into. And then we had another day about journey and then the last day was about shape-shifting and having more of the confidence to show up as your more authentic self. And as you release this old version of yourself, what do you want to step into? So it was just a great journey of doing this all together, especially before eclipse season, which begins, I believe, on... Well, we're kind of in its shadow period right now, but I believe it starts on the 14th. And I'll definitely be doing more episodes around that because we have a solar and lunar eclipse and we've got a lot of different energy right now. Um, And this overall theme for the month of October, I would say into November, is this challenge to let go and release and eclipse season is always this you know it's kind of like mainstream or what should I say like the online world views this sometimes as a negative thing very similar to like retrogrades but it is this time and it is this portal of alchemizing things in your life and illuminating what has been hiding away and so as we start to get into this like darker part of the year we start to work a little bit more with that darker energy, i.e. our shadow self and things that we tend to shy away from. That is all getting brought up to the surface. So I feel really honored to have hosted that right before this. And with that full moon in Aries that we just had, that was just such a potent energy to use. And now we know what we're actively working on releasing And I highly recommend that even if you weren't in the challenge, I highly recommend looking into what you want to release before eclipse season really begins. Because then once the eclipses start to happen, you can really use that energy to let go of things that you actively want to let go of and not kind of get blindsided by it. Don't go into it blindly. So the expand challenge was amazing, um, but I am craving another in-person event. So right after that, I was thinking, I really want to do a Samhain event, which is the original Halloween, Hallow's Eve. And that is typically on the 31st and the 1st of November, 31st of October, 1st of November. But I will be doing it on the 28th, which is the partial lunar eclipse. So we're going to be working with eclipse magic. We're going to be working with Samhain celebrating um, the last harvest of the year. And this is also like the witch's new year. So lots of intention setting and fun things like that. But this event is going to be so cozy. We're going to do some starters and just kind of hang out rather than it being a full dinner party. I really want to do another dinner party, but that will probably be for the winter solstice. But I'll keep you all updated. But this one is going to be much more casual and we're going to have starters and cocktails and do a witchy circle, again, working with all of those different elements. And then we're going to watch Practical Magic together, which I love Practical Magic. It is probably like the scariest movie that I can watch, which is so 
dumb because I'm just not a scary girly whatsoever. Um, but Practical Magic is like the scariest <laughs> kind of movie I can watch, which it's not a horror movie at all. <laughs> but it is witchy and fun. And yeah, I'm thinking if you've watched the movie, I was thinking about doing like margaritas and we can like dance around and have margaritas. We'll see. There's I definitely want to make a witch's brew as well. Um, but that will be on October 28th at 7 p.m. Let me know if you're interested. It will be at my home in Tacoma. So again, I get pretty choosy with um, how many people I want to invite into my space. But if you're interested, um, let me know. That will be $55 again on the 28th of October. Feel free to Venmo BrookTaylor253 to reserve your spot or DM me with any questions that you have. So we're going to do a report of the week in just a minute here, but I want to go back really quickly to the signs that I was talking about with the early signs of like a mental break or getting anxiety, um, things that start to creep in during fall and winter. The biggest thing for me, and I just feel like I need to say this in case anyone else goes through that as well, the biggest thing for me is immediately dropping into my body. It does not have to be something super intense. It doesn't have to be some big walk or workout or run. It doesn't have to be anything like that. It can literally be five minutes of stretching. It can be moving your body however you need to do that Um, or really just doing whatever makes you feel okay in that moment and brings you back to reality and brings you back to the present moment. So the first thing that I do, and you've probably heard this a lot if you have any form of anxiety and have been to doctors or therapists or anything like that about it, is to rub your either rub your palms together or rub your palms on your thighs. Do something that helps you feel present. You can like stomp on the ground or something like that. Um, and then I try to move from there. I try and stretch or go on a walk with Maisie or do something that gets me out of my head just for a second because... The other day when I started being like, oh shoot, I should I should really talk about this on my podcast because I was going through it and was like trying to do all the things and all I was doing was journaling. That's all. I was just trying to journal and pull some cards for the day. Nothing like out of the ordinary. Um, just those feelings started to come in. I started to get really numb. Like I was saying, like when I was trying to write, it like wasn't working and um I immediately was like, yep, this is like a sign that I need to get off my phone. I need to stop journaling. I need to get, remove myself from all of this and drop back into my body because sometimes those feelings can be really overwhelming. And I was just journaling. I don't even know what I was even writing about, but clearly something triggered within me. Um, And sometimes those emotions, sometimes those feelings are way too overwhelming and that's okay. We don't always have to be doing the deep dive work into our emotions. Like I said, the most spiritual thing that you can do is just being human and living this human life and trying to learn as much as you can. Um, But also part of that is just like surviving. (laughs) I think a lot of us are in this time period where it's like we're really sick of only surviving. Um, and we're really ready to thrive and to live. And I am all for that. But I'm also all for honesty and being like, look at the society that we're in right now. Um, which actually brings me to my report because the book that I'm reading for the first R. So we're going to go through reading, eating, um, what is the P, playing, obsessed with, recommending, and treating. The first that I'm reading is called Enchantment 
and it's called Awakening Wonder in an Anxious Age. It's by Catherine May. She writes the book Wintering, if you've ever heard about that. That's a book all around rest, I believe. What is it called? Um, it's called Wintering the Power of Rest and Retreat in Difficult Times. So I'm going to read that in the winter, but for now I'm reading this enchantment book. And it is so, so beautifully written. It's written post-COVID, so she really talks about this isolation age that we're in. Let me see if I can find something really quick that I can read you because I am a underliner when it comes to my books. I always underline and highlight and write on the margins. That is the kind of reader I am when it comes to these kind of books. Um, so let's see here. So in the first part of the book, she talks a lot about connection and she says everything about this time conspires to make us feel so very small. We feel it most keenly when we reach for the language of grief, but find only platitudes. When we hurl the darkest wastes of our experience out into the ether and find no one, no one willing to catch them. Something has been lost here, vanished beyond living memory, a fluency in the experiences that have patterned humanity since we began. We have surrendered the rites of passage that used to take us from birth to death, and in doing so, we have rendered many parts of our experience unspeakable. We witness them anyway, separately, mutely, in studied isolation from our friends and neighbors who are doing the same thing. Centuries of knowledge are lost in this silence, generations of fellowship. Constantly surrounded by conversation, we are nevertheless chronically lonely. Oh, I love that last sentence. Constantly surrounded by conversation, we are nevertheless chronically lonely. And I started reading this, um, I think like when I started the challenge or maybe like a day or two before I started the challenge. And I really feel, I really am feeling into this. So another thing that she says is, I feel I am lacking some essential nutrient, some vitamin found only when you go digging in your own soil. I really, I really am feeling into this book right now and you know I've been thinking about why I create these events and why I always feel so inspired to continue building community and it really just is not about how many followers I have or how big of a platform I have or anything like that um, I think a lot of people can look at the work that I do and be like who the fuck do you think you are like why do you have a podcast why are you like hosting these events like you have like I don't even know how many followers I have, like 1,500 or 1,400 or something. And it's like, yeah, because I don't give a fuck who follows me. I care about the community and the connections that I'm building and the connections, really the space that I give others to connect with each other. You know what I mean? It is so isolating and so lonely in the world right now. It is so fucking lonely and we just all are craving and we all scroll and scroll and scroll and we want to connect and there's so much online buzzing and so many things that are distracting and yet we are also lonely and no one wants to fucking talk like no one wants to talk about the shit that really connects people and I really felt like when she was saying that generations of this fellowship is is lost and you know we have a reason obviously with covid and with the isolation and all of that that did a number on us for a for a reason but it really brought this whole other like epidemic of loneliness and this social anxiety like i never had social anxiety before covid and coming out of that 
I was terrified to even like go to the grocery store, which was not like me at all. I love grocery shopping. (laughs) I love being with other people. And it's so crazy how much that changed all of us. But I really feel like all of us are just craving to actually connect with people and not on this surface level shit anymore. That bullshit is so done. It's so old. It needs to go. We are done having those kind of conversations. And I just really value and honor deeper connections and something that actually means something. Do you know what I mean? And that is why I do the work I do. I don't need a bunch of followers. I don't need a bunch of people liking my shit. I just need a good handful of people that enjoy being around each other, that enjoy that deeper connection and want to actually... And this book has just been helping me come back to my why and helping me understand that the real desire behind all of this is this desire for connection and real honest connection you know talk about our human shit and the spiritual shit talk about the woo woo and cuss while you're doing it and talk about the shit that's going wrong and the lessons that you're learning from it i feel like that is such a simple thing that is so lost these days and everything just feels so surface level and i've always just had this desire for deeper connection and Please, if you feel like you are missing something in the world, like something is missing and you've been looking for it and you can't find it, please, for the love of God, fucking create it. Please create it because it is the most rewarding thing in the entire world to know that you're not alone and to also know that you're helping someone else not feel alone in that desire, whatever it is, right? It could be anything. But knowing that you're helping someone else feel seen is the best feeling in the world. I swear, if I wasn't connected to people, I would honestly rather be dead. (laughs) Like, that's just who I am. And um, I'm starting to understand that, like, the right people will come to you if you just keep creating and you just keep continuing on your path and continue to show up in the way that you want to show up. The right people will come your way. And it's been so incredible lately to just have this backbone of support and to be able to really dive into all of these events and things um, when I'm going through so much right now and feeling like I can use all of that to fuel me into more creative projects and to feel more connected to people. And one of my favorite things is creating space for other people to connect with each other. So anyways, (laughs) all of that to say, I am currently reading Enchantment by Catherine May. Um, I need a little coffee break. I'm drinking my usual, which is a honey oat milk latte, and it is fucking delicious. I also got this toasted marshmallow nut paws creamer, which is pretty good. It's unsweetened. It's not the sugar-free I don't like anything like aspartame I swear to God, I can taste it. But um, I really like the nut pods, but it almost, this is such a sidebar, but it almost tastes like LaCroix. You know when you drink a LaCroix or like anything like that, like an Olipop or whatever, and it's kind of like, it tastes like, what do they say? It's like someone ate an orange and then farted and then that 
is kind of what it tastes like. Like it's just like the faintest hint of orange is what I'm trying to say. Or like someone like burps after eating an orange. Maybe I should say that. <laughs> Not farted and now you're drinking it. <laughs> um, but the nut pods is kind of similar where it's like I taste... I get your vision of the toasted marshmallow, but it not having any sugar is like a little bit of a, of a trip because marshmallows are like fucking all sugar. Anyways, let's move on to what I'm eating. I am currently eating, and I think I've talked about this before, sorry. I'm currently eating the chili onion crunch from Trader Joe's. I think it's $4 a jar. It is so incredible. It's got chilies. It's got dried onions. It's got garlic. It has a bunch of different things. I don't even know what the hell I'm eating. Crunchy things just drenched in oil. This oil is like red orange. It will stain everything. It will stain your countertops. It will stain everything. So be careful. (laughs) But the oil is so good. I use it for my fried eggs in the morning. I put the crunch on toast, on noodles, on all types of stuff. Anything that you want, just like a little extra kick or a little extra crunch. Oh my Jesus. It is so good. Highly recommend. $4. Um, I have seen recipes of it being like duped and how to create it, which I might try, but also for $4, I might just keep buying the Trader Joe's. I don't know. comes in a really cute jar too. I really love, I really love Trader Joe's branding sometimes. Okay. That's what I'm eating. I am currently playing a lot. Um, let me go into my Spotify really quick here just so I can get real honest with you guys. Like what am I actually listening to? Um, Ethel Kane is absolutely incredible. Um, I've honestly been listening to a lot of Janis Joplin, who my mom says I listened or would sing her songs as if I had heard them before when I was a little kid. Um, and she was like, I never really played her, so I don't know why you knew all of the lyrics to Janis Joplin, but I swear she is like, like a spirit guide for me. (laughs) She is a spirit guide for me. Just her rawness is incredible. Same with Ethel Kane. Ethel Kane is so beautiful. She is young and alive, but her newest album, Preacher's Daughter, is probably what I should mention because it is so incredible. Um, I will say maybe a bit of a trigger warning for anyone with issues around like religious trauma or sexual trauma. Um, What else? Maybe like parental stuff. If you've got like you know, um, some trauma from your childhood, stuff like that, I would say just um, proceed with caution. But her songs are beautiful, beautifully written. They're so emotional and just incredible. And I will say like that trigger warning is mostly if you're like reading the lyrics. If you just kind of like like songs to like listen along to and stuff like that, then you probably wouldn't catch on to how dark some of the songs are but I will say like there's one song where she's screaming stop and that song will really get you in your feels no matter what kind of shit you've been through um it's a goosebumps kind of album you know what I mean it's like every hair on my body is standing up when I listen to any of her music but especially this preacher's daughter album it's it's so good so Let's see, what else? What am I obsessed with recently? So I have really been excited to host Maisie's birthday party, and honestly, I'm kind of obsessing over it. 
it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be anything extreme or insane. I have a very limited budget, but I am really excited for this homemade birthday party, you know? Um, I loved birthday parties when I was a kid, and I still do. I love celebrating birthdays, and I'm just so excited to honor her and celebrate with friends and family. Again, it's fairy-themed. It's actually all based around the book Backyard Fairies by Phoebe Wall. I love her work so much. Highly recommend checking out Phoebe Wall. Even if you don't have kids, her illustrations are beautiful, and she's just a wonderful, cute, adorable author. I guess she has a shop in Bellingham I want to go check out. Um, but yeah, I literally want all of her illustrations tatted on me. They're just so cute. This book is adorable. I will definitely be posting lots of pictures of um, all our little cutesy things. But one of the things I'm excited for is we're doing little sticks and then tying ribbon to the sticks and having those be fairy wands. I was going to do fairy wings, but I was going to like home make fairy wings with like sticks as like the backbone of the wings but I realized that would be a lot of work for a one-year-old that is not going to wear them she does not like stuff like that on her I just already know she would rip them right off and be not enjoying that so it's all about her and enjoying our time together so we're gonna do fairy wands and I know she'll have a good time with those for my recommending for the last R in report, the second R, I want to show you, or not show you, I want to tell you about my YouTube things right now. I just want to shout out some of YouTube, some YouTubers that, oh my god, I can't fucking talk. We're getting to the end of the episode and I am starting to get tired because now I've been up for like four or five hours. Okay, let's get back to um, YouTubers that I've really been enjoying Chloe Taylor is a local YouTuber. Again, she's in Washington as well. Um, she is she does tarot card pulls on like pick a pile kind of vibe on YouTube. She has a podcast as well. Um, what is it called? Comfy Cozy Babes Club or something like that. It used to be called Divine Authenticity. Um, but she's great for YouTube for pick a pile. I also have Leo Skeppy. Um, he is a force to be reckoned with. He's great. Um, what the fuck does he talk about? I think he just talks about like self-help type of stuff, but really, um, gives it to you, gives it to you raw for sure. Um, on the opposite spectrum, Sarah VRBA is her last name. I don't know how to pronounce it, but Sarah is just such a light for the internet. She is so soft and gentle and loving and she talks a lot about different, I think, I believe she is an astrologer um, and she talks all about new moons, seasons coming up and just being, being a soft girly in a very rough world sometimes. So I recommend her as well. And then Heinz. This is another another person. I have been following him forever, but Heinz, H-I-N-D-Z. He has these things and you know what? I'm going to say recommending. Yeah, I'm going to say this is for my recommending. Heinz has a YouTube channel that is huge. If you haven't heard of him, um, you've got to look him up. He's incredible, but he does these YouTube lives and he just does like a work with me. It's almost like body doubling. If you have ADHD, you might know what that is. Um, usually people with ADHD, we can get more done if we have someone else in the room with us, even if they're not like, they don't need to help us with it or anything like that. But usually if you have someone else there, it just kind of helps. I don't know what the science behind that is, but it helps for some reason. And I am alone. I have Maisie, but she's not my body double whatsoever. <laughs> um, and so Heinz does these lives where 
he just plays some music and chills and um, works on his stuff and he'll like work for like 20 minutes and then set like a five minute timer or something like that where he does like these little breaks goes and works again and we just kind of all vibe out listen to music and we're all doing our own thing on this live and then go back and have a break and it's so fun to do if you have been wanting to be um, I guess like more productive or you've been wanting to get shit done and you just haven't been able to I really recommend looking into and a lot of other people do this too but like looking into lives where it's like body doubling where you have someone to kind of hold you accountable someone else is they're doing their own shit you know he's working on his own stuff but he's just there and you have the live chat and you have music behind it and it's just really enjoyable so if you've been wanting to do some or if you've been needing to do some tedious ass shit I really recommend um Heinz lives and then treating what am I treating myself to lately I don't know if this really counts as a treat, but for me, I've been thinking a lot about things that I used to do that would make me feel really good, especially this time of year. I really like grasp on to things that make me feel good and try and keep that list ongoing. But um, I have always loved drives. I've always loved scenic drives. And um, I used to do this in the middle of the night if I was really anxious. I used to do this like literally like every single night I would go for a drive and I would usually, honestly, I would like go to my favorite park, smoke, and then come back. But um, that is a little bit different now. I can't just like get up in the middle of the night or do anything like that um, now that I have a baby. But um, I've, I've shifted it a little bit. And so when Maisie is just really antsy and wants to get out of the house, when I'm really antsy and want to get out of the house, we just go for a little drive. If we're not like feeling in the mood to like really get out and go on an adventure or go run around at a park or go shopping or anything like that. It's nice to just get out, enjoy some music, maybe roll down the windows, get some fresh air, and then come back with like that fresh mindset. You know what I mean? Um, so I have been trying to think of things that I used to love doing and kind of morphing them into uh, ways that I can still celebrate and do those things in my own way. So that's what I've been doing. Night drives. Well, actually, it's not. It's not night drives. Um, I just thought of that Ari Lennox song. That's so beautiful. Our, uh, night drives. Anyways, um, highly recommend if you are in a different stage in your life where you've kind of forgotten about some of the things that bring you joy, um, start a little list and figure out what you can do in this stage of life um, to honor the things that you used to do and have it shift a little bit and see if you still like it. Anyways, this episode is so fucking long. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. The right people are listening. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for being here. If you enjoyed this, please rate and review. And I will talk to you guys very soon. Again, Sawan event is coming up very soon, October 28th. It will be in Tacoma. DM me if you want more info, if you want a cozy movie night with some cocktails, some witchy shit, and some starters. I'm really excited to host that. All right. I love you. I'll talk to you very soon. Goodbye.